This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. Hi, and welcome to episode 130 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I'm Lisa Nowakowski, a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. And just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. But we do have time for a coffee fact. And today's is about Bach. You remember him? He actually wrote a mini comic opera called Coffee Cantata. It tells the story of a young woman who loves coffee and a father who thinks that she can't find a husband because she drinks too much of it. So he tries to make her give it up and she tries to get around his rules. Pretty funny. Our guest today is Efrain Tovar, who will be talking to us about the California Newcomer Network. So Efrain, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do, please. Yes, I am so honored to be here with all of you guys for the second time. Uh, So my name is Efrain Tovar. I'm a middle school teacher here in Selma, California here in the heart of, the, of California. And I'm presently a newcomer teacher, as well as an ELD level one and level two teacher. Uh, this I'm starting my 28th year in education. I still feel like a brand new teacher, ladies. <laughs> so I'm excited to be here today. Well, I think that feeling about feeling like a brand new teacher is probably what makes you such a good teacher, right? Because you're always trying to improve. So. You recently started the California Newcomer Network. Um, would you tell us a little bit about it? Do you have to live in California to benefit from it? Absolutely. So the California New- Newcomer Network is a network of educators, of passionate educators and educational leaders that work with newcomers throughout the whole state of California. So our, our mission is to, to connect, equip, and empower you know, passionate educational leaders who work with newcomers uh, in the state of California. Now, it is open to everyone throughout the whole state or through whole state as well as the whole nation, right? This came about because of, because of COVID. And so as a newcomer teacher, I had connected with other newcomer teachers throughout the Central Valley. Um, Pre-COVID, they would come and visit my classroom to see, you know, uh, an innovative newcomer classroom. And because of COVID, I wanted to connect or reconnect with other passionate educators that were working with newcomers. Unfortunately, nothing existed in the state of California that would bring all of these newcomer educational leaders together. And so I actually launched the Central Valley Newcomer Network maybe for a week. And after a week, I started noticing that there were other educators throughout the whole state that really wanted to be part of this uh, this movement. So we changed the name to be more inclusive. And now we, we have the California Newcomer Network. And yes, everyone is welcome. 
And so basically, again, our, our purpose, again, is hey, connecting with other educators and sharing resources, sharing stories, and sharing um, some great, great wisdom and best practices on how to help our newcomers in California. And supporting each other, right? And Lisa points out, if it's not working or if it doesn't exist, create it. And I think that's, that's definitely what you did here. Um, so it started out as you, if I heard correctly, but are there other people that are involved in running this now or is it still just you? No, absolutely. So as, 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 as an educator, we know that if we work together, we become better. And so I reached out to, to some of my Twitter friends, some of my uh, friends uh, outside of the Central Valley, and I, I, I shared the vision with them, and they were so excited about launching this. We have people from all over the state. We, we have the project director of Ellie out of Californians Together, Ruth Barajas. Uh, we have uh, EL program specialist, you know, Teresa Blanchard out of Sanger Unified, who has done great, great stuff for ELs and other school districts throughout the state. They even use Sanger Unified's resources. We have uh, consultants from Dr. Kate Kinsella and also Dr. Kate Kinsella herself is on our advisory board. We have, you know, many, many, many great leaders throughout the state from ELD program coordinators up in Sonoma County Office of Education, all the way down to, uh, you know, Santa Clara and, and even um, Alicia Ramirez, uh, if you know her, she was a ELA ELD consultant here in Tulare County Office of Ed, but now she got promoted to the state level and she now oversees uh, all of EL stuff at the at CDE. So we're, wow. we're, we're blessed to have a great group of individuals that are passionate about just helping, helping the state and helping other educators. And anybody can join, right? They just go to your website, which absolutely. We and that'll be in the show notes. Um, so we will definitely have that. That is great. So um, what is the most important thing we need to remember when helping um, our newcomers to California? Absolutely. I think one of the most important things that we need to remember is that uh, there are different typologies of newcomers. Um, so we need to know our newcomers. We need to know their stories. We need to know their data stories. And so that intake process is so critical when uh, having that first interaction with a family. Hopefully someone in your school district or school site, whoever is doing the intaking can really just sit down and just have a conversation with the family, with the translator, right? To get to know their story. What brought them to United States? Why are they here, right? And so, and to have a little interview in terms of their educational experiences. I've encountered students that have had no formal education and some have limited uh, education. So all of those data points, all of those um, experiences help us as educators to know how to best approach our newcomers. And another thing is that going back to getting to know our students as uh, educational leaders, for those of you that are listening, to really have a clear definition of what a newcomer is. I've had people from county offices of ed contact me and have asked me, what is the definition of a newcomer? And, and I think that's something that we can work on at the state level to really clearly define one. But there is a federal definition, a Title III 
definition that many school districts use, right? And so basically what it is, is the anyone that's in, new to the country that's been in the country three years or less. Now in California, we have a one-year definition, but that only applies to students taking, you know, the, the, the CASP uh, test. Right. That's what I, I didn't realize it was three years at the federal level because my experience has been, you know, well, the students who have been here less than one year don't have to take the English language CASP test. So that's good to know. Yes. What about districts that don't have newcomer programs? If it, the schools just put kids in the classroom according to their, their age level, and maybe, as you said, those students, A, don't speak English... And uh, B, maybe haven't had the formal education in their home country or wherever they came from. So they're not, they wouldn't be ready to be in that level, even if they were fluent speakers. Yeah, that is definitely a challenge, right? And, And I think with, you know, we are all language learners, right? And so, you know, just being empathetic to the child. Um, understanding that it takes anywhere from six to 12 months uh, for a child to acclimate to your classroom. What does that mean in practical sense? That means that if you have a newcomer coming into your classroom, your first priority should be making sure that they feel cared for, making sure that they feel um, supported, that you're providing, that you're doing everything you can. Learn a few expressions in their language. Google it, right? Technology is so powerful nowadays that we we have access to a plethora of resources to be able to utilize, you know, trans translators and to be able to help us, you know, learn a few phrases. But remember, the first six to 12 months, all newcomers go through the silent period, right? And so, but at the same time, what we want to do for those of you that are, are have a newcomer in your classroom, again, is just you know, provide TPR, total physical response, provide, you know, uh, tons and tons of visuals. And so to be able to identify, you know, your gesture that goes along with what you're saying. So those are some little things that you can do. But again, you know, to cover all of this in 15 minutes is definitely, you know, not enough time. But guess what? Reach out to us. We have our next coming you know, virtual meeting, uh, and you're all more than welcome to come and and share your your struggles, share your success stories with us. And and we can always connect you with someone maybe in your local area, which by the way, we're trying to establish an online database of school districts, school sites that have a newcomers program. So maybe you don't have one, but maybe your your neighbor, your next uh, school district over might have one. So Look out for that uh, upcoming database that's being updated daily. Oh, that's that's great. And when you say your meetings, do you have, are they online meetings through Zoom or Google Meet, something like that? Or are they more Twitter chats? Absolutely. They're actually uh, Zoom meetings. Oh, perfect. And all that information would be on your website. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, great. So um, let me ask you, um, because you talked a little bit about how to approach the newcomers. Is there a difference if you're, if the newcomers are younger students as opposed to if they're middle school or high school age students? 
Absolutely. So, you know, everyone at the elementary level is a language learner, right? And so typically we don't like to see newcomer programs below third grade because all kids at kinder, first, second are learning language, right? So typically the elementary newcomer programs that I've seen throughout the state really begin at third grade, right? Because we know that if we can get them to read by at grade level by third grade, they'll be successful, you know, uh, language users and readers, et cetera. So absolutely. So again, keeping in mind that if you have a newcomer that comes in as a kindergartner, first grade, second grade, you know, let's not isolate them and put them in the newcomers program, but know that there has to be a lot of rich language development. So from three to fifth grade, right? And so being very strategic in providing that additional language support, that intensive foundational literacy support at that grade level. And then at the middle school, obviously these are middle school students and above uh, at the high school level. Typically we want to make sure that we know their data story because again, when they're coming in at the secondary level, um, a lot of them are coming in with uh, limited or interrupted formal education. So interviewing them, asking these questions are so important. I'm actually presently working on a document that can actually help all teachers. Hey, these are some essential questions that we should be asking all newcomers to kind of get to know their data story. Uh, why is that important? Because what I do the first month of school is I assess their primary language. And so that gives me great insight. You'll be surprised how many of my newcomers are quote unquote um, non-Spanish speakers, according to the assessments that I give them, the primary language. What does that tell me? That they may not have the academic language, right? They have more of the social language. And so that is very important to know because if they're not able to orally communicate in the academic sense, that gives me great insight into how long will they be able to uh, acquire a secondary or sometimes even a tertiary language. So all of that information is so important. So especially at the secondary level, please, you know, interview them, assess them in their own one. And, you know, again, 15 minutes is not enough, but I do assess students uh, that, that I do not speak their primary language. And, there's, and you can utilize technology to do that, just to get insight into whether or not they can write in their primary language or they can read in the primary language. Well, and that's true. Um, 15 minutes is not enough because that was our timer. So we, I do think that that's a really key point though about if they don't have academic language in, in their primary language, because those skills are transferable, but if they don't have them, there's nothing there to transfer. Exactly. Um, so since that was our time, is there anything that you would like to... Um, share any final thoughts or ideas for our listeners? Absolutely. Follow me on Twitter. I and Let's connect. I will share resources to you. You know, I have so many resources. Connect with us on calnew.net. And our next uh, meeting is on October 26th of this year at 3.30 to 4.30, and it's free. We have an awesome, awesome national uh, uh, speaker that will be uh, sharing with us on some insights into helping our newcomers. Thank you. Oh, great. Thank you so much um, for being our guest and to our listeners. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. 
Our comment question is, tell us about a time or a strategy that a newcomer has experienced success. And don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And please help other people find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or know someone we should have on, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.